of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Today is Foundation Friday, number 14, and today we are going to talk about scouting and preparation. Uh, we are getting deeper into the season, halfway, if not a little bit more, uh, through uh, everybody's competitions. And so as the season moves on, scouting becomes more and more important. We kind of talked a little bit last week about how uh, your base offenses and your base defenses are in, and we talked about special situations in Foundation Friday. Uh, This week, we're going to talk about scouting and preparing your team as more information is available to you as your team masters the, the, the basics of your system. Now you can start turning your attention a little bit more to your opponents and because you're not spending as much practice time implementing your base offense, your base defense, that type of stuff. Uh, when it comes to scouting, and, and I'm going to share with you uh, some things that I learned over the years. I don't know um, how many things I did really, really, really well, but I really feel like this is one thing that I did do really, really well, is preparing our teams for competitions, preparing our teams for uh, going up against our opponents and making them play left-handed, as Belichick would say. Now, there's nights that we... Uh, just weren't good enough no matter what we did. We weren't going to win that game. Uh, but we tried to control everything that we could control. And we could control what the other team was was doing and, and how not necessarily what they were doing, but how they how we could defend it or attack it offensively and, and take advantage of what we were capable of doing. All right? Um, the biggest thing is you've got to educate your team on how you're going to win the competition. The reason why we're going through their base offenses, their base defenses, these type of things, is this is how we're going to win the game. This is how we're going to win the competition. All right, And, and this is uh, the important steps we're going to take. Film is your friend. And today, it's so much different. Our, our veteran coaches uh, know that in their careers, uh, it, it's gotten a lot more uh, simpler when it comes to scouting. Uh, and, and finding information with with statistics online and uh, huddle and all of these other uh, game exchange uh, computer breakdown stuff, you know, back in the day it was all live scouting and and little to no film, and then it went to VHS. But you'd have to get a game from a week before it, so it would get in the mail and it'd take two or three days. So all of that is there. Film is your friend. There's no excuse not to use film. Uh, I would recommend three games. To watch of your opponent. Um, I would recommend those three games. I think you come into every game, every competition, and you tell your team, uh, or you prepare the same way. I don't care if it's the best team we're going to play this year. I don't care if it's the worst team we're going to play this year. This is how we're going to deliver it. You're not too up. You're not too down. Every competition is important. It's an opportunity to improve, and so you go into as much detail with the 22nd out of 22 teams that you play or the best team you're going to play uh, to get your kids in the right mental place, all right? Um, That being said, I think you try to limit your on-floor time in preparing for your opponent to about 30 minutes. One thing I think I did not do as good a job as I could have was sometimes we would spend too much time worrying about the opponent and not taking care of our stuff. I would have spent more time focusing on us on the floor and preparing and working our fundamentals on the floor. Um, 
I think as you put together your game plan, you do a lot of different things. Um, when you get out on the floor, um, or let's let's talk about this before, uh, you're delivering your scouting report. The way we would deliver our scouting report is we would have a form, and if anybody's interested in the form, I you know email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. I'll share it with you. Uh, but we had the same basic form, and we would have the players write everything out. Um, and we had different categories, and I'll go through that here in just a second. I think writing things down pen or pencil to paper helps, I know it helps with the mind remembering the important things that you're supposed to remember, all right? We would quiz our players. We would come up with a quiz, whether it's a verbal quiz or there were times where we would throw an, an, a, a pen and paper at them and say, hey, here's a quiz. We're going to take this quiz just like we're in the classroom, all right? This is an extension of the classroom. And, you know, Who's their, who's their one kid that we're not going to let go left on Friday night? Uh, which three kids are their catch-and-shoot kids? We would always address kids by numbers, even if it was kids that we knew that our players knew them by name. Maybe they went to grade school with them, all that other stuff. It was always number 10, number 12, number 50, whatever. Um, because we wanted them to look at it not as a person per se, but here is our opponent, here is what we need to take care of, all right? Um, be willing to ask those questions in front of your, uh, in, have the players answer the questions in front of the team. And if they don't know it, there's a repercussion for it. Uh, players don't want to be embarrassed in front of their teammates. And so it's okay to say, all right, hey, uh, we just got done with warm up drill. All right, before we go anywhere else, uh, Mary, who is uh, West High's best catch and shoot kid? What number? What's her number? And if she knows it, hey, we move on, or maybe there's a little bit of a reward, or you know, whatever it may be. Maybe you do something. Maybe you say, okay, I'll plank for 20 seconds. If you miss it, you plank for 20 seconds. All right. And at the very least, coaches, you'll get some ab work in, or you know, something like that. Uh, but those are little things that you do to make sure your players are aware. How do you put together a game plan? Well, first of all, you start with personnel. And we would label uh, what I started going to instead of saying shooter, driver, post. Uh, that type of thing. Uh, we started giving them names so they would associate with it. You know, uh, Durant is three-level score. You know, and those are hard. It's hard to be a Durant. You save the Durant category uh, for the best, the the very best. You know, there's you know five to seven kids on your on your schedule that you say, okay, this kid's a Durant. They can score at all three levels. This is an All-State kid. And wow, they're, they're, they're really good. We really respect this kid's game. Uh, because if you overuse it, kids are like, oh yeah, whatever coach, it's another Durant. Uh, you know, no, no, I really mean it. This, this, this kid's a really good player. All right. Uh, I would use like Embiid as a post player. Uh, if there's any post players left out there, but you know, here's a, Hey, you know, number 50 is an Embiid. All right. Uh, drivers, you know, you pick out a name Westbrook, you know, this kid's all drive. We'll let him hit the catch and shoot. We'll, we'll take that away. If you want to say, here's the catch and shoot kid, you know, it's a Corver or it's a, a Curry or whatever, you know. But you give them names in different categories. Uh, the kids that we weren't going to guard, we used to call them dorks. At, at, you know, in my last few years, I said, okay, here's a plum, you know, just to kind of, again, poke some fun at myself. Uh, you know, don't guard, don't guard that kid, all right? Um Again, we'd have the kids write this stuff down. Uh, we would talk about their base offenses. We would try to use our verbiage. All right, hey, they're going to call this, 
Jackson, we're going to, you know, it's, it's, it's our uh, Utah stuff here. All right. And here's a couple of things that are going to run out of it. But you keep it very simple in your description of the base offenses, their base defenses. You go through your team. Okay. Hey, we're going to run Utah. We're going to run Minnesota. We're going to run two down. We're going to run two fist. And, you know, we're going to run thumb sideways. All right. These are the five plays that we're, we're from what we've seen, these are the plays we're going to look to go to. All right. Uh, same thing. With the defenses, hey, we're going to really go with our green. Off of free throws, we're going to go white X. Um, and, you know, be ready to go with a with a blue change up here if we see this and this happening here. Um, and then you go through uh, and you narrow everything down to four things. Here's our four keys, all right? And these are the things that you really hammer with your kids. Um, two or three of them are, are stuff that's going to happen out there on the floor. We got to take away number 12's catch and shoot shots. We have to close out hard on him or her, and we've got to move her off the line. Okay. That game's going to come, you know, it's going to come down to this. It's going to come down to keeping number 42 off the offensive glass. We've got to make sure that we box 42 out all night long. We got to drive them out. And then one or two statistical things. You know what, girl, uh, guys or girls, we're going to look back, and if we out rebound them, we got a great chance of winning Friday night. If we out-rebound them by plus five, what's you know our turnover margin? Uh, what's our effective field goal? If our effective field goal percentage is this, uh, if we force X amount of turnover, if, whatever, try to give them something analytically that they can see and they go, okay. And you could say, you know, and there's going to be times where you say, yeah, you know what, we got our we got our rebound margin that we were looking for. We wanted to be plus five on the glass, and you know what, and, and we still lost. Well, that's going to happen too. You know, so you got to you got to expect that as well. All right. Um, Belichick is the master of narrowing this down. If you ever uh, hear some stuff, you know, there was a Super Bowl. I think it was the second one that they lost to the Giants. And he you know, he was just he would just sit there the whole time. And you heard the audio after the game. It's all it's all about slants. Take away the slants. We'll live with everything else. You know, and the big play that they hurt him with in that second Super Bowl was a nine route that they hit over the top. You live with it. You can't take everything away. It's impossible. All right. So you got to keep emphasizing to your team. You know, uh, don't let the don't fail the plan. Let the plan fail you. If you've watched three films, if you've talked about it with your assistants, if if you've really thought this through and you really feel like this is the the route that we need to go and this is our best chance to get us a victory here in this competition don't bail out of it too soon you've got to do it better you've got to execute it better you've got to concentrate and then if it, if that's not happening you substitute you try other kids doing the same thing and if they're not getting it then maybe you look at changing it and you and you throw out the game plan and you move on to something else all right um how do you come up with it um I would watch a lot of film. I really like um, what I've seen recently, and this is something I keep coming back to when it comes to scouting. Brad Stevens. Uh, yeah, and, and, and a lot of us, you know, you may have one assistant coach that is able to help you in this capacity. I get it. You do the offense, they do the defense, or vice versa. But if you've got, like, you know, like I said, you know, Brad Stevens has three assistant coaches. One of them exclusively scouts every opponent's personnel. Another one exclusively scouts the other team's offenses. The other one exclusively scouts their defenses. Stevens looks at the whole thing. He takes the input for the various areas, and this is their game plan, and this is what they go with. All right? So that's an idea. That's a way to look at things. Um, but scouting is going to become more and more important. And as everybody is now in the season, in the flow of things, 
fundamentally sharp. We're off of the off of the holiday break opportunity that you possibly can to help them achieve their goal of victory. Uh, again, look us up on Twitter, a pen and a napkin. Email us, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Uh, obviously, if you're listening, you're on SoundCloud or iTunes. Like it, follow it, rate it, review it, all that other fun stuff. Uh, coaches, if you have any questions, hit, hit me up, and I'll do my best to help you out and answer any questions that you might have. Uh, this has been uh, Scouting and Preparation, Foundation Friday number 14. Coaches, as always, be sure to hone your craft one day at a time.